0: This episode of the Main Event Talk podcast is brought to you by Rich's Billiards, 5815 Weber. Not your average heroes, the legend continues, and also sponsored by Emo Night. Emo Night, returning over to Rich's Billiards, Saturday night, October 16th. It's going to be happening this coming Saturday at Rich's Billiards. Get an opportunity to check it out while you can. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Main Event Talk, and I know what you're thinking I know what you're thinking, I know what you're thinking, I know what you're thinking You're thinking, wait a minute This is not Friday, this is not even Saturday for crying out loud We're, we're doing an episode of the Main Event Talk podcast now Why? Why are we doing this? Well, let me explain to you as to why this episode is being released today uh, The Main Event is going to be doing his usual routine You know, doing the episodes like he's supposed to But I decided to do an early episode because of a couple of things Number one There was an event that took place this past Saturday, which the main event failed to talk about, and we are not only going to talk about that event, we're also going to mention some of the winners and losers of the Knockout Knockdown that took place this past Saturday night on pay-per-view, which featured all the knockouts from Impact Wrestling, and not to mention the fact... That someone is being inducted into the TNA Wrestling or the Impact Wrestling Hall of Fame. You'll find out who that is and much more. Plus, more matches to be announced for Crown Jewel happening. Uh, Matches for Bound for Glory and the biggest part of the subject of this episode, SmackDown versus Rampage. Yes, this coming Friday, Rampage will take on SmackDown and we'll be talking about that and so much more. And uh, let's see, oh, and also we're going to be talking a little bit more about some of the big events that are going to be happening over at Villiers so be ready for that and everything. Now, <clears throat> obviously we're going to get into a little bit of music here, um, and I want to go ahead and get this out of the way. We're, we're going to go into a different pace, a different, uh, a different pace of how the music uh, you listen to and everything from time to time. Uh, so I came across something that was uh, real interesting, and I wanted to go ahead and bring this up with you guys because... Uh, this was something I, I've been. I've had this song in my head for a while. Uh, as a matter of fact, I. Um, this was a song to me, and and tr- trust me when I tell you, what I'm about to play to you, is something that you don't expect, but it's also something that you know that does kind of fit with what's what's happening. And everything. Okay, so let me start off by saying. Uh, It was around 2009, 2010, uh, when I used to uh, watch some stuff on YouTube, when I was first exposed to YouTube, I was uh, listening to some music, right? And I was listening to some of this music that was uh, not only some that I've been trying to search for for a long, long time, but also some that I um, have never listened to uh, until that time. So there was this one song that came out that I listened to in 2010. 2009, and and it sounded beautiful, it sounded great. I love how the song was. So then, all of a sudden, you know, I thought this song was released somewhere in the 90s, right? Because this song sounded like a 90s song. But as it turns out, this song actually was an 80s song. As a matter of fact, this song was released somewhere in 1987. Now, You'll find this hard to believe, and I know some people are going to be like, "Are you kidding me?" But trust me, when you get a chance to listen to the song, you'll be, you'll be impressed. You'll be impressed with how the song is. It's from a, it's from a woman who sings a song called Susan, Ve- uh, Suzanne Vega, and she did a song called Luca, and I was interested in the song now. I I'm gonna play you the song here, but the thing is here's the odd part to this I'm not gonna actually play you the song that comes out on YouTube Well, actually I am gonna play the song that comes out on YouTube, but I'm gonna play it in a different era uh, In in a different pace now check this out uh recently just I believe yesterday or the day before uh, I was looking for something called Rick D's, and now, now most of you that have heard the name Rick D's, he's a DJ, a disc jockey, who, uh, you know, very, very famous for coming out in La Bamba and also came out, uh, you know, he's one of the most famous rock DJs of all time. Uh, he did something called uh, Rick D's uh, Weekly Top 40, and then, of course, uh, one of my all time favorites, the American Music Magazine. So I happened to come across this on YouTube, right? And it's it's about a one-hour event or one-hour show. And this dates back to August 3rd of 1987, which is very, very interesting because considering that I, when I heard this song, I had no idea that this song, and, and, and trust me, we're going to play it right now, and, and we're going to play it like as it's going on in its entirety. I stopped at a point right here where you'll be able to hear the song. And you'll be able to hear, you know, I mean, it's basically... Let's get right into it. All right. This is Susan Vega. Uh, this is Suzanne Vega doing Luca. Enjoy the song way you can guys
1: Playing music in the 70s, but was more influenced by the folk stars of the 60s She likes to write songs that tell a story like our most requested song of the day Suzanne Vega and Luca My name is Luca I live on the second floor I live upstairs from you Yes, I think you've seen me before I try not to talk too loud Maybe it's because I'm crazy I try not to act too proud into the door again if you ask that's what i'll say it's not your Luca Suzanne Vega She says her songs Often make for Uneasy listening But she likes to give people Something to think about When they hear her yeah, songs Yeah, that
0: was Susan Vega something. Doing the song um, Doing the song Luca And I gotta say um, and, I, and, and I know this sounds A little bit crazy You know Hearing this And everything else Like that uh, I found uh, I found this called the, It's called The American Music Magazine With uh, it it says here Bruce Vital with uh for Rick D's, which uh, if my memory serves me correctly, I think he was a DJ that took over for Rick D's at the time. Uh, This and this was crazy because I had always wanted to look into some old school, not not just the old school music, but I was also you know into listening to the old school music, the the DJs that 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 really define what music was at the time, back in the 80s, and I I was such a huge fan of it. As a kid, um, you know, right around the 80s, uh, long before the uh, the Spotify's and the YouTube's and all that stuff, we had this thing called a radio, a little boombox, if you will. And we would listen to music from, you know, say, uh, we'll say Z95. But at that time, there was no hip-hop and R&B. There, there, You know, there was hip-hop and R&B obviously existing in the 80s, but it wasn't as popular as what you're hearing right now. So <clears throat> I remember, <clears throat> sorry, as a kid, listening to this, uh, I used to listen to the american music magazine around i think it was six in the morning right and right around that time i wasn't even going to school just yet right and i was um listening to it uh at like five six in the morning right and i was hearing all these 80s music right uh that happened and and music back then it was it's so crazy how you used to love listening to the radio. A long time ago, nowadays, I mean, when you listen to the radio, it's not, it's not as exciting as it used to be. I mean, even though, yeah, you can, you want to listen to C one hundred one or you want to listen to ninety two point seven rock and all this other stuff, but it's not the same. It's not the same as it once was. So I find this over on YouTube, and I'm looking for this, and I I hear it, and it's just like wow, and it just, you know, takes me back to a time when music, when music mattered you know as far as I, I was concerned and when i found it i just said fuck it i want to go ahead i want to go ahead and share this all, share this with everybody because here's the thing my, my main event talk podcast has always been about you know not just talking about professional wrestling but also bringing in some music and involved and sometimes i find a way to bring you back into you know what you used to be you know what i mean you, you remember a time when you were a kid and you know, like I said, when there was no Twitter, when there was no Facebook, when there was none of that shit, there used to be, you know, the radio. There used to be, you know, times when, you know music mattered around that time, and it was amazing to hear that. And hearing and hearing this song, and and I'll be honest, this is a song, um, the Susan Vega song, the the Lucas song. It it is a song that sounds more nineties than eighties. Here's why. I'm I listened to this back in 2009 for the first time, right? And I had no idea that this song was released back in 87, right? But it sounded like a 90s song. It really did. When you think about it, when you hear this song, it sounds like it belongs in the 90s, right? But it was developed in the 80s, which was amazing, right? And there are certain songs in the 80s that I've never heard of that it's like, wait a minute, how did I miss this song? Or how did I miss that song? Because while while back in the day, it used to be about Twisted Sisters we're not going to take it, right? In the 80s. Or maybe let's say um who's the other one? Who, who's the other first I could think of in the 80s that um uh Don Henley, right? Um all she wants to do is dance. I remember that song. And uh, you know several others that sound like 80s music, right? But yet there are other songs that like wait a minute, this sounds different. I've never heard this before. And you're hearing this song for the first time. Say, say you hear this song back in 2010, 2011, and you had no idea that this was an 80s song, but yet you heard it back in 2010, right? This is exactly what I'm going through. So it's crazy. It's very, very crazy. So, just in case if anybody's interested, uh, a couple things. If you're looking for anything involving Rick D's, all you got to do is go over to YouTube. And if you're interested in looking for that same song that I heard, you can actually hear the full version. It's called American Music Magazine, Bruce Vital for Rick Dees, uh, around August 3rd of 1987. Uh, this was, as a matter of fact, this was released just a couple of weeks ago. So that was uh, amazing to hear. And also, if you want to hear that song from uh, Suzanne Vega, Luca, all you got to do is look for it on YouTube. Look for it on Spotify, Pandora, or whatever it is you find your favorite music. Okay. Now, obviously there's a lot of things we got to talk about, and we got to go ahead and get them out of the way as soon as possible, but before we do that, and before we talk about what's going on in professional wrestling, allow me to big, give a big shout out over to everyone over at Rich's Billiards. There's going to be a lot of big events that are going to be taking place in the next couple of days. Uh, as a matter of fact, there's going to be a big event happening this coming Saturday, and Well, and I want to make this announcement right here, right now, Um, and boy, I, well, I think it may happen, guys, Uh, nothing's been confirmed as of yet, but I think something's going to go down. Let's talk about what's going to happen at um, this Saturday's big event that's going to happen over at Emo Night at Rich's Billiard, Saturday, October Sixteenth, It's going to be a Halloween party. It's going to be a tremendous event right there. Uh, let's see. Um, I'm reading this. It's going to happen on Saturday, October 16th. Uh, cheers and tears and everything. Got the whole thing going. Of course, you know that uh, the event's going to happen on Saturday, starting at 9 p.m. all the way down to 2 a.m. in the morning. Uh, 18 and up. $10 cover. Uh, proper ID as always I believe this is supposed to be like some sort of a costume if I'm reading this correctly here yes it's gonna be a costume uh, contest is gonna take place Uh, I well uh, originally and let me go ahead and get this out of the way here I was originally not gonna try and show up and the reason why was because I had a friend of mine who has a birthday coming up next Monday or this coming Monday and i was hoping to spend time with him on his birthday over the weekend but then i recently had a conversation with him where i found out that him and his father are going to be doing something on his birthday for that weekend so that kind of stalls my plans out the window so that means that means there's a possibility of the main event showing up over emo night this coming saturday so be ready for that guys uh emo night cheers and tears halloween party live saturday october 16th uh 18 and up uh 10 dollar cover a show starts at 9 p.m uh things uh and it will end around 2 a.m should be a tremendous event to check out and much more uh let me check out the next event that's going to happen if i could just get to it real quick um i think i had it here somewhere okay here we go um Another big event featuring our good friends, the Southern Revival, and they're going to be having a show over at Rich's Billiards on Friday, October 22nd. OTEP is coming on the OTEP Sermons of Fire National Tour of 2021. And this is going to feature not only our good friends, the Southern Revival, but the world is over. And Summon Beyond the Grave is going to be over there. Uh, it's going to be Friday, October 22nd. 18 and up are welcome. I believe it's... it, And I'm still trying to figure out this whole thing. I think um, $20... Oh, actually, $25 at the door. And I think that's what's supposed to say right here. $25 at the door. Uh, $20 for ticket uh, admission. The whole event will start about 8 p.m. Uh, let's see. It should be a tremendous event. Cannot wait to check out. It's going to be... It's going to be O playing over there, along with the Southern Revival and several other bands. I am certainly looking forward to checking out that. It's going to be on Friday, October twenty second, and I believe. And let me let me go ahead and get this out of the way as well. And we'll talk a little bit more about this part when we can, because before this event takes place. Uh, there's going to be one event, and, uh, and, and, and usually I don't jump into the whole wrestling thing, but I'm going to go ahead and do it right now. We know that on October 21st, Thursday, over in Saudi Arabia, will be WWE Crown Jewel. The event will take place live on pay-per-view. Now, over in Saudi Arabia, they're going to be doing the event that's probably going to start around maybe 7 or 8 o'clock in, in the, at night. But over here in the States, especially over here in Corpus Christi, Texas, if you get a chance to see the event on Thursday, it's going to happen right around noon. Right around noon is when the whole entire event is going to take place. But we'll talk about a little bit more about that and so much more. And okay, so we've got that event going on. And let me also get one other event out of the way. Um, I think I had it here somewhere. Let me see if I could find... Uh, there was one more event that we need to look into as soon as possible. Let me see if we can find the pics for it, if you will. There was one one event that's gonna happen on October thirty first and I'm looking in my Facebook page right now, seeing all the stuff that's gonna happen. Uh I'm glad I'm glad that I can actually um get an opportunity to, you know. Upload some of the stuffs that uh, some of the stuff that I've been working on uh, on my main event talk Facebook page. Uh, well, actually, my main event talk Facebook page is down, but we're going to be taking care of that uh, sometime this week. Let me see. Okay, here we go. Here's the other event that's going to take place. Uh, Saturday, October 30th. It's going to be Nightmare on Weber Street, featuring Little Flip, K Rhino, uh, with supporting acts of uh, Fatzilla, Sin and Bubba G, and it is hosted by Angelica, well, it says here, hosted by uh, Velvet Rodriguez, well, her name is (laughs) actually Angelica, but uh, yeah, she's going to be doing the whole event and everything, Uh, looks looks like a $200 sexy Halloween costume contest, and I guess the winner gets $200 and everything else like that, so that's going to take place. Uh, Saturday, October 30th, the weekend of Halloween, uh, Nightmare on Weber Street over at Rich's Billiards. So those are going to be the big events that are going to take place so to review uh saturday uh this coming saturday october 16th will be emo night october 22nd will be otep uh featuring the southern revival and then saturday october 30th a nightmare on weber street it's all going to take place on halloween uh halloween weekend should be a tremendous event to check out go over to richard's billiards in the next couple of weeks guys it should be tremendous to check out 5815 weber not your average heroes the legend continues and also just to go ahead and get this out of the way and i gotta give a big shout out over to my friends um uh, to both chrissy and to hector because they're going to get married on halloween i why for the love of me why halloween i do not get it i do not understand why <laughs> but anyways, yeah, they're they're going to get married on uh, the 31st Which means the main event's going to have no choice but to ask for Monday off Because I don't know exactly what's going to happen on that particular day I am going to be there for the wedding and everything else like that It's all set and ready to go So we're going to see how that goes and everything else like that Big shout out to them and everything Okay, now that we got that out of the way Let's get into my wrestling, if you will, shall we? Now let's get into the first thing, the first subject that we need to talk about is the knockouts, uh, knockdown event that took place this past Saturday. Now, uh, Saturday night, uh, the main event was over at the house, checking out the Tyson Fury versus the Tyson Fury versus Wilder fight number three, which happened. And uh, by the way, tremendous fucking fight. Dig it, love it. I didn't exactly like the other fights; they weren't exactly. It wasn't like... uh, (laughs) It was exciting, but not too exciting, if you know what I mean. Especially when you got a bunch of heavyweights in the the ring right there. But anyways, during that boxing event, they were showing the Knockouts uh, Knockdown Tournament. So I was looking at this, and uh, I had no idea that they had this event on pay-per-view. So uh, I wanted to go ahead and check it out here. So here are some of the results of the matches that took place here. Uh, Some big surprises and some people I never thought I would see on Impact Wrestling. So the first matchup here says here Rachel Ellery, which is also the daughter of uh, Paul Ellery, the manager of the Road Warriors from back in the day. Uh, Rachel defeated Lady Frost by pinfall to enter the quarterfinals. The next matchup was Chelsea Green who defeated Renee Michelle Oh. Rene. oh, damn it. He had to defeat Renee Michelle. Fuck. Anyways, uh beat her by pinfall right there and a big surprise on the next matchup right here. Uh Brandy Lauren, um I think I I think I I think I have her as one of my friends over on Facebook or or on uh, on Twitter and everything else like that, but anyways um, A surprise appearance by former WWE and NXT superstar Mercedes Martinez, who defeated Brandy Lauren uh, in the tournament, which I was very very surprised about Tasha Steeles defeated Jamie Seagal do that, and then Diana Perrazzo, I believe uh, had a singles match defeating um Masha Slamovich and I think I remember who she was I think she was a part of that whole uh, that all women's NWA pay-per-view that took place about a month ago okay and anyways the next matchup um, I think these were the semifinals. finals um, Mercedes Martinez defeated Rachel Ellery by submission and then Tasha Steeles defeated Chelsea Green by a pinfall and let's see yeah the next matchup right here, I think this was a, it's a Sheena, it's a Daphne Memorial Monsters Ball match, and I was like, oh, wow, really, a Monsters Ball match, uh, only in Impact Wrestling where you get fucking, you know, a Monsters Ball match, especially when Halloween is rolling around, but anyways, the winner of the matchup here, it was uh, Savannah Evans defeating uh, Alicia Edwards, Jordan Grace, and Kimberly in this matchup. And the finals of the tournament, uh, Mercedes Martinez defeated Sasha Steele's, Atasha uh, Steele's via pinfall. So that means that Mercedes Martinez is the winner of the Knockouts Knockdown tournament. So she is now the, so now she has a future impact uh, Impact Knockouts Championship and if that's the case um, Mercedes Martinez winning that matchup so that means she'll have an opportunity to go after Diana Perazzo for the Knockouts Championship but that is if she still holds on to the championship at Bound for Glory which is going to be taking place in about another uh, next week I believe or the next couple of weeks and everything okay and then of course let's see we have a tag team for the Knockouts Tag Team Championship Decay of Havoc and Rosemary with Black Taurus and Crazy Steve in their corner. Uh they defeated the team of the influence, Madison Rain and Talia Dashwood. Be at Pinfall, so I guess that means Who are the Knockouts champions? I, I, I guess it's Decay, <laughs> but anyways. That was the um that was the last matchup that uh took place over there on this pay-per-view from Impact Wrestling. Now Uh, there was something I wanted to look into let me see if I can um, find what I'm looking for here real quick Um, maybe I can find it maybe I cannot find it. I don't know but uh, there was a uh, deal involving let me see if I can pull this up on the screen here real quick because uh, something happened on that same event And as a matter of fact, um, okay, here we go. Uh, we're here on Impact Wrestling, uh, right, here we go. We're on here. There's the videos and everything. Okay, so, there was this one part that happened, um, and I want to go ahead and get this out of the way. If we can pull it up, and I'm thinking, did it happen, did it not happen? I don't know. Let's see. No, I don't see it. Uh... Well, um, well, supposedly it was here, but I don't know if I see it or not. Let me see if... Because there was this one... There was this one part to everything that took place, and let's see. No, I don't see it. But, uh, no, I don't see it. Let me... Um, well, let me go ahead and get this out of the way here. Uh, supposedly, and let's see if... uh Okay. Maybe i pull it up on the screen here. Uh, no, I don't see it. Um, okay, well, well, let me go ahead and just say it. Um, supposedly, and unless I'm mistaken here, uh, there has been a new inductee into the Impact Wrestling Hall of Fame, and the new inductee is none other than Awesome Khan uh awesome kong as you guys know uh she was a uh, part of impact wrestling for a very long time uh she had some tremendous matches with uh women like havoc and uh victoria or actually a, a ter- uh, Tara, to be exact and then of course her greatest rival of all time was with gail kim and I remember I remember those matches quite well. And, of course, uh, Austin Kong was a part of the WWE for a while. She was known as Karma, and she was only there for a brief period of time. And then after that, she returned back to Impact Wrestling uh, to take care of business. And then, of course, she was a part of AEW from the very beginning. And that was the last we heard from her. And then she had announced her retirement about two months ago. So, I'm trying to see if... Um, if she and and i i'm i'm hoping this is true here let me see uh trying to see there we go all right hopefully hopefully this is true because uh they yeah as a matter of fact this is it right here okay okay we're gonna get into this in a moment so we'll find out for sure if this is true and let's see let's play the video right here right now it has been announced by Impact Wrestling that awesome kong is the next inductee of the impact hall of fame so that's great news she's more than deserving it. she's the one of the pioneers in the 2000s to put the impact wrestlers on that map so this is a great thing so congratulations to her until the next video i'll see you again well it wasn't exactly the video i was looking for but uh well yeah it's announced uh Awesome Kong is going to be inducted in the 2021 Impact Wrestling Hall of Fame. Uh, no one deserves that accolade more than her. And uh, I got to tell you something. She's uh, truly one of the greatest of all time. Uh, someone that has held her own and has uh, has devastated many women, wrest- uh, many women in professional wrestling. And, you know, she's uh, truly a pioneer in all of Impact Wrestling and all of uh, the world of professional wrestling. So... Uh, congratulations go out to Awesome Kong for being inducted into the Impact Wrestling Hall of Fame it should be tremendous, cannot wait to see what happens afterwards okay, so the next thing we're going to talk about here on uh, this episode of the Mavet Tone podcast, uh, let's get to Crown Jewel if we can um, some of the matches have already been announced uh, there's some that were just added so I'm looking into the, these matches right here right now So, we've talked about this in the last episode, and I want to go ahead and get this out of the way, just to get everyone prepared for what's going to happen, of course. Crown Jewel is about to take place live Thursday, August, uh, I'm sorry, October 21st, it's going to happen over in Saudi Arabia. Now, to everyone that's interested, if you guys got the Peacock or the WWE Network, depending on where you're at, over here at Corpus Christi, if you guys are interested in checking out, Crown Jewel you'll be able to check out the event around 12 noon. Unless it's at 11 o'clock, I believe it's going to be at 12 noon. Because over in Saudi Arabia time, their time is going to probably be somewhere at least about maybe 7 or 8 o'clock. That's when the event actually happens. Now, over here in Corpus Christi, if we get a chance to watch the event, it's going to happen right around, I believe, 12 noon. 12 in the afternoon on Thursday. So, what you do is... If you're subscribed to Peacock, if you're going to check it out right there, then all you got to do is check out the event. The countdown show will probably take place around 11 o'clock or 11 a.m. in the morning, and then the event will start right around 12, 8, uh, 12 p.m., and it will probably be at least about maybe a four-hour event. So here are the matches that are going to take place over at Crown Jewel Live October, Thursday, October 21st. For the WWE Universal Championship, Roman Reigns will be defending his championship alongside with his special counsel, Paul Heyman, to take on Brock Lesnar. A triple threat match for the SmackDown Women's Championship, Becky Lynch defend her Championship against Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks. The Raw Tag Team titles will be decided. R.K. Bro of Randy Orton and Riddle will take on the team of AJ Styles and Omos. The WWE Championship will also be decided as Big E will be defending the championship against Drew McIntyre. A no-holds-barred match featuring Goldberg versus Bobby Lashley. And also the tournament finals are going to be taking place here. Now, um, I was just watching Raw already and we've already got a chance to see several people already advancing forward into the King of the Rings. So, so far... Here's what's going to happen as far as the King of the Ring tournament goes. Uh, this coming Friday, which we will talk about later on, Sammy Zayn will take on Finn Balor, while Jinder Mahal takes on Xavier Woods. Now, for the Queen's Crown, which is you know basically the Queen of the Ring version of you know that, Zelina Vega to take on Carmella. Well, that should be a match. And Shayna Baszler to take on Dewdrop, And that's going to be an interesting match right there. And, of course, Edge will take on Seth Rollins at Hell in a Cell. A Hell in a Cell match to take place over at Crown Jewel happening Thursday, October 21st. It should be a tremendous event. Check it out live as it happens on pay-per-view and also on streaming on Peacock and the whole nine yards. Now... We'll give a we'll give an uh, an update about that event and everything else like that happening next week on the Made event talk podcast. Now let's get into uh, a little bit more of Impact Wrestling right here. As you know, Bound for Glory is going to be coming up very very soon. Uh, it's funny. Um, let's see. Bound for Glory is going to happen on let's see the date should be the 23rd of Saturday. Uh, that's going to be in October. So that means that. As a matter of fact, we're going to be doing two events that week. So that means, let's see, if Thursday, October 21st is going to be Crown Jewel, then that means that Saturday will be... Um, well, this, uh interesting. So... October 21st is going to be Crown Jewel. Then, of course, October 22nd will be OTEP playing over at Rich's Billiards with the Southern Revival. You know, got to get that out of the way. And then, of course, Saturday will be uh, Bound for Glory, uh, Saturday night, October 23rd. These are the events that are going to take place. These are the matches that are going to happen uh, for the Impact Digital Media Championship. Uh so far the participants are Jai Skyler, Crazy Steve, and about four other people to be announced in this match, which I <laughs> I'm not getting that. Uh Kristen Cage going one-on-one against Josh Alexander for the Impact Wrestling Championship. Deanna Perrazzo will be defending her knockouts championship against the former knockouts champion Mickey James. A call your shot gauntlet match. Featuring Rich Swan, Brian Myers, Moose, W. Morsey, Eddie Edwards, and one more player to be announced. Uh, a tournament final three way match for the vacated Impact X Division Championship. Trey Miguel, Steve Malice, Willie Mack, El Fantasmo, whoever the fuck that is, and. Or Ragu Rahi or Rit the Ra r- I have not been able to pronounce this fucker's name, okay? I think it's Rohit Rahu Raju. R- what, however the fuck you pronounce his name. But anyways, these are the matches that are gonna take place over Bound for Glory on October twenty third, and no doubt more matches to be announced. And also, and I want to go ahead and get this out of the way because um it was announced and it is true and it is official. The, the tag team known as the Iconics are now a part of Impact Wrestling, and they're now known as the Inspiration. Uh, should be, uh, boy, I, and i got to tell you this right now, I, and I'll say this because I can. Those knockouts championships are theirs, and it's going to be theirs for the complete taking. I can't wait for that. And also, a lot of people have asked me my speculations as to whether or not Bray Wyatt or Braun Strowman could appear at Bound for Glory. Honestly, I hope it happens. I hope we see Braun Strowman. I hope we see Bray Wyatt. I hope we see one of those people show up at Bound for Glory, at least, because we got to get that event rolling up and running and everything else like that. So, with that being said, that's all the stuff that you need to know about as far as impact wrestling goes okay now we've got some time right now because there's some stuff we got to talk about here on this episode of the many vet talk podcast because we got to leave this one part and uh, we got to talk about this it's the um it's the whole thing with smackdown versus rampage now Here's the interesting part about this, and I want to go ahead and uh, play a little clip for you guys from the Wrestling Observer, because uh, they had an interesting take on it, and um, I want to give you my take on it as well. So, Impact Wrestling... I'm sorry, not Impact Wrestling. um, What you call it? So, SmackDown is going to be on... SmackDown's going to be on... FS1. It's not going to be it's not going to be on Fox this week because of the I believe it's the uh the playoffs for uh baseball like that. I think Houston is supposed to be playing uh Houston Astros is supposed to be playing on that particular time. Okay, so Smackdown is going to be having a half hour show. Okay? Now what I mean by that is Usually, when we, wa- when we watch SmackDown, it's usually two hours, right? And then after that is Friday Night Rampage, right, for AEW, and we usually watch that within an hour. But now it's, and I think I mentioned this tweet on, um, on the last episode, where I talked about Tony Khan mentioning about the fact that he's looking forward to beating SmackDown. I find that so interesting. But before before we go ahead, before I give you my opinion about, about the rest, let me uh, give you a little inside deal here uh, with the Wrestling Observer uh, featuring Lance Storm and Brian Alvarez. If you guys are huge fans of the Wrestling Observer, check them out on YouTube or subscribe to them. Uh, I love listening to their show every chance I get. Uh, it's amazing to hear these guys talk. I-, I love Brian Alvarez. I think he's fucking cool as shit. Mike Zebravini is fucking badass. But anyways, let's hear some comments from Lance Storm and Brian Alvarez about WWE and AEW SmackDown versus Rampage. Who is going to win?
2: VB not joining us here today, but Lance Storm. Upgrade Monday, I believe he wrote on his Twitter today. Is joining us to replace Mike. What's going on, Lance? I see your your buddy Callis is in quite the mood today.
3: He's always in a mood. But yes, something to be thankful for, for all Canadians on
2: Thanksgiving Monday up here. That's right, it is Thanksgiving Monday, so happy Thanksgiving here, Lance. And how thankful we are for so much wrestling to talk about here today, including, I would say, the big story today, which is this coming Friday, we've got a battle, a head-to-head battle between WWE and AEW. Had a lot of people ask, what is going on? Well, quickly, SmackDown will be on FS1 in its normal time slot. Rampage will be in its normal time slot on TNT. Rampage will be live. SmackDown will be live, and SmackDown is also going two and a half hours. So from 10 to 10.30, SmackDown on FS1 and Rampage on TNT are going to be going live head-to-head. And, of course, WWE is determined to beat Rampage. Rampage is determined to beat WWE. And it's going to be interesting, because we don't have a Rampage number yet, but the show this week does not appear to have done very well. It likely is the least-watched Rampage of all time. And WWE... Is gonna ha- They're going to have a two-hour head start, a two-hour lead-in. You know they're probably going to have a Brock Lesnar segment and a Becky Lynch versus Sasha Banks match from 10 to 10.30. And to me, the tipping point in this war is the fact that SmackDown will be doing no commercials <laughs> during that half hour. Now, AEW often goes quite a while in that opening segment without a commercial. Sometimes they go 20 minutes, 25 minutes. I'm not sure they're gonna be able to go the full 30 minutes. Maybe they'll get the okay from TNT to go the full 30 minutes without commercials. But I don't know if people realize this or not, but this no commercial gimmick is a very, very successful gimmick in terms of boosting your numbers. Because there are a lot of people that turn the channel during the commercials and the time that wwe has done commercial free the times that uh, aw goes an extended amount of time without commercials the viewership is very very high compared to that same amount of time with commercials so if you look at what wwe did on fs1 the last couple of times they went on fs1 in viewership they will almost certainly beat rampage In 18-49, it could be very close, but with the no commercial gimmick, my gut is that SmackDown, during that half hour, is probably going to beat them. But anything is possible. It's not like I see one of them being miles ahead of the other. And we don't know what AEW is going to do in the first half hour of their show. So, it will be a very interesting head-to-head. What are your thoughts on this, Lance? Well,
3: the thing that I'm kind of hoping for, because I get a kick out of ridiculous arguing, is that unless one of the shows wins everything, everyone, you know, fan base-wise, is going to declare winners. Like, if the overall SmackDown show does better than the overall AEW show, then WB is going to claim victory, and their fans will as well. But what if AEW beats them in that half hour, but not overall for their show, then the AEW fans can claim victory. So unless one side wins everything, people are going to go absolutely insane when these numbers come out, all trying to downplay the victory of the other company and upplay the victory of their company, when at the end of the day, it's a half-hour experiment.
2: You know, the other thing is, Dave mentioned on the show this weekend, and I started thinking about this more over the last couple of days. Dave's theory is that When AW put Dynamite on Wednesdays, NXT went live on Wednesdays on USA because the idea was we've got to stop this this show from gaining any any getting a foothold in the wrestling industry. And of course, they were destroyed, and uh, NXT ended up being moved to Tuesday. So then, when Rampage was announced for Friday at ten. Dave had concluded that maybe WWE is going to consider moving SmackDown to three hours, where the first two hours would be on Fox, and the last hour would be on FS1. And his theory was that because of what happened on Wednesday, WWE was not going to do this. He has also theorized that if SmackDown, that, that half hour, beats the first half hour of Rampage, they might consider doing that third hour head-to-head with a rampage and the more i thought about this the more i thought obviously that may happen but this is this is not i don't want to say a fair comparison but if they win a half hour going head-to-head with Lesnar and Becky versus Sasha, and no commercials. This is not a fair comparison as to what an hour of SmackDown would be doing on Friday nights on FS1 going head-to-head with Rampage. I'm not saying that if they did an hour on FS1 every Friday, they would not either sometimes, maybe regularly, I don't know, beat Rampage. But if I were WWE... I would not make a determination about whether I could beat Rampage on Friday based on what I'm going to do for a half hour without commercials with all of my biggest stars thrown in for a half hour this coming Friday.
3: Well, no, but I think it is a good indication that if they narrowly win, they do not want to do this. If they absolutely destroy and wipe them out, then they could probably do this and win. Because obviously they don't want... A portion of their Smackdown show losing to you know AEW's we'll call it uh, A- minus show so but it, again if they absolutely destroy it and their hour is up their demo is up and again it does anywhere you know remotely close to what their Smackdown usually does by holding some people to uh, tune into FS1 I again if it's a landslide then I think they could do it if it's close then they probably shouldn't
2: And the other thing I would say, too, is that, uh, and before I hear this, paid by AW, don't forget we do have archives. I said the same thing when NXT was going head to head with Dynamite that I'm going to say about AW Rampage if they go head to head with SmackDown every Friday. Let's say SmackDown adds an hour. At the end of the day, the fans are going to have their fun, they're going to go crazy on my timeline, et cetera, et cetera. But it doesn't matter. And I said the same thing when NXT was going head-to-head with Dynamite. NXT, what what I thought that they should do, and also what I thought that Dynamite should do, is run your show. I know that fans like the idea of competition. Obviously, WWE loves the idea of competition because that's why they put NXT on USA head-to-head on Wednesday nights. But at the end of the day, it's your company. And it's about your television deal, and it is about your ability to get a new television deal, make money, create new fans, and sell tickets. If you fall into this, oh, we're in a war, we got to hotshot this, we got to do this big show here, we got to give this match away. We've seen, ultimately, it is always destructive to one side or the other. I don't know what the shows are going to do this Friday. If Tony Khan wants to load up the first half hour of Rampage, that's cool. But I don't think that he should give away something that he has planned for later on down the road. I don't think that he should attempt to hotshot. If WWE wants to hotshot that first hour, whatever. Everyone, Every side can do whatever they want. But each side's primary goal is not to beat the other side. It is to do the best that they can for their business for their fans and for their future. And NXT be. doing everything that they did on Wednesday night, ultimately, that's what resulted in them ending up on Tuesday nights. So the show was way better before they got into that war.
3: Yeah, and let's not, you know, disca- discount the potential damage to SmackDown from becoming a 3-hour show. Like we saw how drastically raw viewership dropped after going to three hours. And one of the big pluses that everybody likes about SmackDown is it's so much easier to watch because it's two
2: hours. Back
0: in a moment, Observer Live. Well, I got to tell you, you know, listening to that and everything, uh, I got to agree with everything that Lance Storm was talking about. And also, I got to agree with everything that Brian Brian Alvarez was talking about on the Wrestling Observer Live. Big shout out to them and everything. Um, it's interesting because... Everyone is under the assumption that Rampage is going to beat SmackDown. And I think the reason for that is the fact that they believe... They believe... uh, Tony Khan believes in his heart that he'll be able to beat SmackDown. And the only reason why is because SmackDown is going to be on FS1, right? And FS1... Like, the last few times that SmackDown was on FS1 their ratings were somewhere, or their viewership was somewhere between between maybe 800,000 to a million viewers around there, but that was probably, if memory serves me correctly, I think it was around six, seven months ago, I think that was when, when, when that happened, right, but now, Uh, But the only difference is, and i got to call it like I see it here, the difference is is that at that time, they still had the Thunderdome. They still had the Thunderdome. But now you have an audience over there. It's going to be live. It's going to be a super show. It's going to be, you know, the stuff that we had talked about. Right? And here's the thing. Uh, By the way, Rampage is ratings, uh, the the viewership of that was somewhere around, I believe under 600,000 viewers that was from this past Friday and Smackdown had 2.1 I think it was 2.18 million viewers and I'm asking myself, okay how the fuck does Rampage expect to beat Smackdown how are they going to do that? I mean, seriously. I mean, think about this very closely. SmackDown is going to have Becky Lynch, Sasha Banks. No doubt they'll probably have Bianca Belair and um, Charlotte Flair involved in this whole thing. Of course, you're going to have Brock Lesnar involved in Roman Reigns. So that's going to be you know, something to think about. So Rampage has, let's see... CM Punk is going to go one-on-one against Dante Martin, I think. And there's going to be a couple of other matches that are going to take place at Rampage, which will probably be announced uh, this coming Wednesday on Dynamite. So, to close this out, because we're getting close to the end of this episode here, I don't see Rampage beating SmackDown. I don't. And what I think will happen, and this is just my thought of it, SmackDown is going to be a -a two-and-a-half-hour show. Yes, a -a two-and-a-half-hour show and hopefully it doesn't go any farther than two and a half hours if we can get it just to remain two hours it's fine if we get it at three hours just like raw smackdown is going to end up in the same position as raw you know what i mean and rampage here's the thing i like the show it's tremendous it's great but number one you can add all the star power you want to. I don't think it'll be enough. I mean, unless you add both Daniel Bryan and CM Punk on the same show to beat SmackDown, that's your, that's your only best bet. And also, you have to realize SmackDown starts around 7 o'clock and they, they're going to end around 9.30. When they start, it's going to be around 9, 9 p.m. to 10 p.m., right? That's how long the show is going to be. And not a whole lot of people are going to stay up that late to watch it. Some people will watch it. Some people won't. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. It's coming coming Friday night on Friday uh, Friday Night Smackdown and on Rampage. So it should be um, great to check out. Okay, guys. Uh, that's going to do it for this edition of this episode of the Main Event Talk Podcast. Um, as always, you can follow the Main Event on Twitter dot twitter.com slash at main event player. You can also follow me on Instagram at instagram.com slash at main event player follow uh you can still uh you could still like my main event talk facebook page i should be able to have it up and running by this coming weekend everything should be you know ready and prepared as the way i want to of course and uh, if you want to friend request me proceed at your own risk And don't forget this episode of the Main Event Talk Podcast is sponsored by Rich's Billiards. Emo Night is coming this coming Saturday night on October 16th. OTEP is coming over to Rich's Billiards on October 22nd on Friday. And then, of course, we got Nightmare on Weber Street. That's going to happen on Halloween weekend on Saturday, October 30th. And it should be tremendous to check out and much more. Don't forget to check out AEW Dynamite as it happens this Wednesday. Of course, tomorrow, or later on today, I'm sorry, will be NXT 2.0. Halloween Havoc is coming around 26, I think. October 26th, it should be great to check out and so much more. So, as always, don't forget to subscribe to the of Event Talk podcast right here on Spotify, on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or wherever it is you find your favorite podcasts. As always, thank you for listening. I will see you next time on another great episode of the of Event Talk podcast. I should be releasing a new episode coming up this coming Friday or this coming Saturday, depending on how it goes. Once again, thank you for listening. I'll see you next time, guys. Why? Because I can, and I want to. Any questions, enough said. See you next time.
1: See You just don't argue anymore. Just don't. Walked into the door again If you ask, that's what I'll say and it's not your business